Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. How often do you find yourself frustrated that from the outside it looks like you should have everything you could ever want, but inside you're just not feeling it, you feel stuck? If you feel there's something missing deep down and you can't figure out what, I think this episode is just for you. I've been really enjoying all the topics we've covered on the podcast recently. Past month, I feel like I've been sharing my soul a little bit. We've talked about medical setting. We've talked about, you know, feeling stuck, like the power of not now, you know, feeling like actually it's not the time to do something. I think I've been, yeah, sharing my soul in many ways. But the great thing is I've actually absolutely adored all the comments we've had, particularly on the Mama Furfer channel. If you watch the podcast the past month or so, people are resonating with these messages more than I realised. You know, I think a lot of us can see our flaws or the little niggles and actually know that we're all human. We're all imperfect trying to just figure stuff out. Well, I think that the most recent episodes have been definitely stuff that we're working with, mm. the challenges that we're going through or the things we're trying to explore ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Just that as humans. just happens to be more recently. But also, if you do listen to this on audio platforms, then you can just hop over to the Mama Fur Fur channel, find the video version. If you want to leave a comment, that's probably easier because you yeah. can't really do it on the audio platforms. No. <laughs> so if you want to leave a comment of some sort, then hop on. You don't need to watch the whole thing again unless you really fancy it. But you can go leave us a little comment if you fancy it. I know. And actually, two episodes ago, we did one that was called From Goals to Medicals. It's one of my favorite and a lot of people really loved it as well. Some people have been leaving their medicals that they want to create as well in life. So uh, go back and listen. Two episodes ago, it's fab. If you've got a medical you're working on you want to create off of that episode we would love to know in the comments now that being said this episode is definitely where I've had the shift in my mindset as well I think you're sensing that I've maybe up leveled or I'm trying to up level a little bit and I think I've been on this quite dramatic journey sifting I like to call it since leaving work now I don't mean dramatic as in one day and one version and the next day I'm the next you know it's been 10 months since I left corporate life but I feel like the universe god whatever you want to call it life is just kind of smoothing out some ages this is where you say that I'm, I'm not saying I'm an idiot all. or something no I think that if we're open to it then the world is constantly trying to mm. reshape us and reform us um, what you need to be aware of is you need to be aware of these things that are coming in yep. and then working out what you're going to do to allow yourself to be shaped. Because it's very easy just to be agitated, irritated, not changed, yes, yep. and then those things impact other people around you. But actually, if you kind of go with the flow and say, well, if I keep getting pain here, if I keep mm. getting challenge here, then maybe I need to adjust my own mindset, my own focuses, then that's where growth comes from. Absolutely. That's That's where you can change, you can develop, and you can become more like the person you want to be. Yeah, or just the, the fuller expression of yourself, simple as that. We never quite know what we're going to end up to be, and life is a beautiful way of sorting it out. So I was thinking about this podcast, and I was thinking about the lesson, that the key lesson I've learned recently is about priorities. And I really, I've mentioned this a couple of times, a couple of podcasts, where I felt like I didn't have anything really that I would focus on. It was all very just, okay, I'll do this. You know, I felt like oh, I've got a set kind of routine, but without actually what are the things that are important to me and then allow me to be the best version and show up as best I can. So why do you think that was? Because I've got an idea <laughs> as to why I think it was. Okay. 
But what do you think? Just a bit of therapy, are you? Well, come on, let's do it. <laughs> Why was it? Well, I'm, I'm going to share some examples there, but let me take a step back. I And this actually ties into what I was going to say. I think because I've grown up always being somebody else decides what the parameters are and I meet them. So what I mean, like in life, school was easy for me because somebody told me what to do, what exams to sit, you just read, you know, it was all very logical, like just do this, you get the tick, do this, you get the tick. And I think this part of my adult life is the first time I've actually asked the questions like, okay, what do I want to do to contribute in life? How do I want to treat my body? How do I want to treat other people? Like, there's almost less noise. So because we set everything completely in our day, in a way, outside of like dropping off the boys to school and all that, I actually think the silence of other distractions has has made me go to my core and go, okay, what are you actually made of here? And you go, you tell me what you okay. think. <laughs> so that's that's actually different to what I was oh, thinking. Yeah, but that's how it goes. That's the ego talking, isn't no, it? No, I think, I think actually what you said feels like it's kind of a right thing. Mm. So the challenge we can all have, and I think if we all think back to different parts in our lives, whether we're children or um, teenagers or whatever, when you have a day where you've got nothing on, mm. Sometimes you find it hardest to actually do anything. You find that the day disappears and nothing yep. gets done. So I can understand that. My main, my mind went to you having lots of things you want to do, mm-hmm. but not prioritizing any of them, which means that you don't get to do any of them. Right, right. So a lot of people will actually be able to resonate with that mm. as far as you want to maybe do some exercise and you want to do some cooking and you want to spend some time with the kids and you want to go for a nice walk and mm. you need to see this friend and you want to see that family member. And all of these things add up to a list in your head. Yep, yep. And because it feels quite daunting, then you potentially don't get started. Mm-hmm. Just because you're thinking about where should I begin? What should I do first? What's going to be the easiest or what's going to be the most painful or which one is time sensitive? Yeah. Yep. By the time you've overthought it and overpondered it, you're already three quarters through the day. <laughs> and then it's very easy to And I've to watched get... Lewis Women and I'm not... <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the thing though. You can get to the point where you think, well, most of the day has gone now. Yeah. I'll, I'll do some of it tomorrow. Mm. And then you don't end up doing anything. So that's what I thought you were going to say. But actually... I think your version is probably more correct. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of mine in there. Yep. A little bit of um, putting too much on your to-do list mm. and then finding that you don't get it done. But it really is down to this prioritizing mm. thing. It really is down to what do you want to do, whether it's in a particular day or a particular week or month or whatever, mm-hmm. and lining up where your priorities are so that you can make sure that the things that are important Mm -hmm. get done. So this leads in actually to the other story I wanted to share as I was prepping for this. So I was had a previous career. I think I've said this a couple of times. I was a cheerleading and dance coach. So for about five, six, seven years during working in corporate world, I also taught dance and cheerleading pretty much in my 20s till I was about 29 or something. Anyway, that's a longer story. But as part of cheerleading and hip hop and things I used to teach, you used to go to competitive competitions. So like UK level, European level, and you compete against other teams. Didn't you? Didn't you win something at some point? <laughs> That's for another podcast. But have you seen the film Bring It On? Have you ever seen that? Have no, you, no have I've, I've seen the trailer for it, but I've never seen the movie. <laughs> okay, so competitive cheerleading is where you go with a set routine. And the way to best describe it is 
Typically, a score sheet that a judge will view your routine, you'll have a couple of judges, there will be specific sections a routine should have. So you get three, three and a half minutes on the floor and cheerleading should have jumps. So certain type, you've got to like perform your best jumps. There's, listen, I could do endless, <laughs> I can do endless diagrams. It's not just jumping up and down, there's different names and skills like gymnastics. So there, there needs to be a jump section, that's one of the columns. There then need, you need to have stunts, so pyramids and things like that. You need to then have running gymnastics. You then need to have a dance section, so like all oh, zh, 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 in the crowd. Some kind of chant usually as well. And then you get scores on, you know, creative interpretation of music and enthusiasm and cleanness okay so cleanness meaning like how tight you were hitting your motions like boom it wasn't floppy arms it was precise because that's what cheerleading's like anyway you quickly figure out though a judge's life is basically watching hundreds of routines a day okay they get three and a half minutes to judge you they get like a 10 second turnaround time and then the next routine's on it's boom 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 because it's really there's so many teams and so you quickly knew that actually if you structured your routine in the order on the score sheet so if the score sheet had jumps first if you put your jump section at the start and then you moved on to this and then you moved on to the next one and the next one full you know the score sheet in order for a judge it's super easy to mark Right, because literally you're giving me each of my criteria. Boom, that's done. Boom, that's done. Boom, that's done. And so if you wanted to achieve the best you could, rather than make the judge think back, oh, have I seen that jump before? Or have I seen that one all spread out? It was easier to make it clean and block-like so that you knew, okay, this is your pyramid section. Okay, this is your jump section. Oh, this is a dance section at the end. And so I love that analogy also for about priorities in life we tend to think priorities can sometimes be well i'll just throw them in whenever they suit but our brains love to think like we're completing something fully and so like that score sheet i've realized as well in my own head i need to have that kind of okay i'm doing this now this this and then tick 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 and actually that's kind of the way i like to do things so although i've not really thought about routines or anything like that before that's certainly not part of my world but when i've got an agenda of things to do mm. i definitely like to just get on with each thing at a time so i clean the house and one of the things i like to do is i like to tick off each type of room so the bathrooms get done because i've got the bathroom spray and then the kitchen gets done because i've got the kitchen spray out is there a difference between these sprays? <laughs> I've got no idea. No, does it smell different? I don't think it I don't think it's different. any different, but still I like to kind of block the types of activities I'm mm. doing. So um, I'll do those things and also I'll do like upstairs first and I'll do downstairs and I'll save all the vacuuming for the end. So the cleaning itself is broken into blocks, but then the cleaning as a task is its own block. And then once I've done that, then maybe I'll do another activity mm. or another thing. But I definitely like doing things in blocks. Um, and when I was in the corporate world, actually, I used to break down things into blocks as well. So I'd keep all of the similar tasks together. Yep. So I used to work a lot in spreadsheets. Yep. And some of it was doing some entry of data. Some of it was manipulating the data, whatever it happened to be. Mm. But rather than kind of do one thing from start to finish, which some people would do, I actually found that if you did all of the same types of tasks first, mm. Mm. so if you're doing a lot of cutting and pasting, you do all your cutting and pasting, and because of you're in the rhythm of doing that task, you get the most efficient speed out of yes, it. Yes, yeah. You get it done quickly. Then you move on to, I don't know, maybe changing the color of stuff. Mm. 
You do all that in one go. And if you do all these blocks, because you're already doing some of it, you get really good at it, you get really fast at it, really efficient, and it's easier to kind of work out when it's done. It's easier mm. to just see your progress and see how long it's going to take you. And kind of like the judge's scorecard, if you do all of your cutting and pasting at once, then that's it. It's done. It's out the way. You don't need to look at that particular task mm. again. So I found that prioritizing the types of activities and blocking those means that you also know that you're done with that particular mm. thing. It closes it off, makes it finish, and then you can move on to the next thing. And actually, that's one of the things about, for me, when I'm prioritizing things, just being able to start something and close it off. It's a wonderful way of making you feel like you've got that level of fulfillment mm. from activity. And it's similar to like when you're trying to get rid of debt. So obviously, there's two ways of getting yep. rid of debt. Yep. There's the snowball. Well, as, as many ways as you'd like, however you want to do it. Know, but but the main the... methods are snowball and avalanche. That would be the main. And one of those is that you just tick off your smallest debt first. Yep, yep, yep. Momentum because, building. Yes, momentum building. It, it changes your mindset about mm. what you can achieve. Because if you can clear off one debt, then that makes you feel good that you've got one less. And then obviously you do the next one and you tick that yep. off. Yep. And that momentum means that your priorities stay focused on getting rid of the next one. Because mm. you know how it works. You know what you're required to do. And it feels like it's a natural progression to yep. move on to the next thing. Yep. And I think like that cheerleading analogy as well, it's not just ticking the box to get through it. The other thing that I want to call out is if you had never seen the score sheet, how would you know what routine to put out there? Oh. So exactly right. You, is, were you cheating? No. <laughs> no, but if you think about it, if you train all year and you think, okay, what makes a really good cheerleading routine? Well, a good dance section and this and that. But the score sheet of how they're judging you is very distinctive. Well, what if you've not got some of the things on the score sheet that they want? You've not got some of the priorities. Well, you can't do it. You know, overall, you won't get as high a result, even though you could have aced all the other one. You might have missed out two or three without actually seeing what's the priority of this score sheet and so i would say in life if you're frustrated as the title says are you frustrated are you feeling lost a bit like you know what's the point and like check for priorities very specific in the word for do you know what your priorities are in life because without them what i've found is that Let's say you have a vision or a goal, as we talked about medical setting. That's one thing. But what are some of the signposts that will let you know that you're doing it right? What is even one priority, one thing that you're going to concentrate on that will feel like it'll get you there? And so it could well be that, you know, actually you don't have a vision. You can still have priorities. Like, what are your goalposts to know that you're looking after your body, looking after your mind, your family relationships, your finances, your education? If you don't have these little, you know, GPS milestones along the way, your life is just going to be, you know, completely unraveled and, and no structure to it. And, and, and a good, what I'm trying to say is, like, it'll feel crazier than what it actually is. And actually, it's quite interesting you're talking about some of the kind of basics, because we can often focus on how are you going to grow this side hustle? Mm. How are you going to do this extra thing? But actually starting with the basics, making sure they're prioritized, making yes. sure that you're washing and ironing or whatever you do with your clothes, mm. making sure that you're able to dress yourself properly, making sure that you're able to spend some time cooking meals so you don't need to spend extra money yes, and yep. extra calories potentially on takeaways. So there's a lot of things 
that are just the base level. The foundations, really. Yeah, yeah the foundations. Even if you're not like, trying to do this leveling up type mm. of thing that I think everybody kind of wants to do but doesn't know how. Mm. Get the basics right. Make mm, sure that you've got mm. the priorities in place. Make sure that you're not missing things or letting things slip by or letting things pile up so much that it becomes a bigger challenge for you. Mm. Because the problem you have is that if you're always chasing your tail, then the next priority is whatever it is that the world throws at you. Oh, look, I have no underwear. My priority <laughs> now is doing some washing. Yeah, yeah. But what if actually your mood led you to do something else? Well, you can't because now you need underwear. Yeah, now it's when you're attention. So yep. <laughs> I think that getting those priorities right, making sure that you have a system that gets mm. them ticked. And this is where routine kind of kicks yeah, in. Yeah. You don't need a fixed routine as such. You don't need to say, right, on a Monday I do this, on a Tuesday I do mm. this. But it can be a rotation type of routine rather than a fixed routine. But either way, getting those basics right mean that you start to gain that level of control of your priorities. You get to understand what they are. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to slot other things into your world, mm. then you've learned that skill set of being able to prioritize and, and put things in a good place. Mm. And it, it, you just said like the foundational pieces. Like if we're being honest, what are the foundational pieces of building life, supporting life, like food, health mindset relationships with others like everything else will be added upon if you can kind of lock down even those as basic priorities and get and work on them you know full well that life will just happen and equally ripple out in a good way the next thing that i think is so important as well so you you kind of like what are your priorities in life what are the things that get your attention without fail then i think that comes after that is you've then got to make sure what are your distraction killers then so what are the things when you have distractions that you know you can realign yourself? So I kind of think about like a GPS system, right? And how it works. So you plug in a destination. But if I keep getting, so it's usually like the straight line, isn't it? Or avoid traffic or avoid some nuance that you don't want to go past. But if I keep going in the completely wrong direction... It does, like the GPS is going to try and do its best for me. <laughs> if I say I want from to go from Glasgow to London, but I start heading up to Inverness, it's going to try its best to re-navigate me every single turn. It's going to yeah, try. It's going to keep changing the routes and keep saying, right, right well, actually, you need to take this and then you need to take that. And it's never going to forget that your destination is London. Exactly. So no matter how far off the beaten track you go, it will always try to lead you to where you said you wanted to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. And so those distractions or, or those things that we get, you know, we're not specific enough and where we want to go. We're just like, right, I'll go to London. Okay, well, let let me take you. Let me set the priorities. Let's figure out how we're going to get there. Ah, oh, yeah, but I'm over here or, you know, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. Okay, but you want to be in this direction, you know, and it's, it's kind of like recalibrating yourself. And I was, I was thinking about this. I've written in our show notes, a really funny thing that happened, but be specific with your priorities, right? And a couple of nights ago, Matt, well, you wanted a cup of tea in bed, right? <laughs> and I thought it was such a fantastic example. So I go like, a, like you know, a nice kind person, go downstairs, make the cup of tea. And as, before I came down, I said to you, what, what do you want with your cup of tea? Right? And what did you say? Can you remember what you said? I said anything. Anything, anything right? No. <laughs> no, yeah. no, don't spoil okay. it for me. So me, you know, thinking, that's not very specific, is it? Okay. Okay, anything, right? Okay. So I went downstairs and I was thinking about this podcast. And so what did I bring up for you? You brought me a tin of chicken. 
and a fork. And a fork. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and we had this chicken, by the way, and this chicken was terrible. <laughs> so not only did you bring me up some chicken, but it was something that really wasn't good. No, exactly. But... What did I say to you as I came up? I was smiling. I also had uh, a protein bar in my pocket for him as well. I said, you weren't specific enough. No. Right? And, and that's the interesting thing, actually. I think that in life, when you don't know what you want. So it's like saying, oh, I want to go somewhere to your mm. GPS. So it could take you to Inverness when you want to go to London. Yep. Unless you're telling it, I want to go to London. And then if you're saying specifically where in London... Like it can get you, take me to London. Fine, I'll take you to whatever spot <laughs> yeah. it is that I choose in London. Yeah. Okay, but I wanted to go to a particular part. I wanted to mm. go to Harrods. Yeah. Well, you didn't say that. You said London or you said down south, whatever yeah. it happens to be. <laughs> so without being precise and defined mm. on what you want to do, it's easy to end up in the wrong place. It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to not meet the criteria that mm. actually you had in your head. And the key is to readjust your priorities or think about your priorities mm. so that you can get back on track to actually what's important to you and what you want to get done. Mm. I found also, and I'm going to cover this in the next point, the priorities that I set a couple of months ago, I've felt the sense of title of the podcast, The Prosperity Project. I felt peace and calm from knowing categorically what my priorities are that I know are my foundations. And it's given me, rather than needing to find the latest strategy or find the latest blueprint or the latest secret, you know, having to watch all these videos or whatever, or gain the next book, next, you know, I do love a good book, but let's not get into that topic. But, you know, I've not felt the need to keep searching because I've got very much clarity on what I know my foundations are. And so anything in those areas, I'm like, okay, that could help, it might not, but I'm going to lock down on these. It's kind of like you don't need willpower because you're so clear. And also you don't allow as much noise from other people to come in because you've decided these are my focus areas and I'm not going to be swayed by anything. So we obviously have the benefit that we don't have day jobs, but we have kids to look after. We, oh, have, we do have a day job. Well, do we, we, have day we, jobs? Okay, we don't have structured day <laughs> jobs. Where we have, we have to flexibility. Start, yeah, yeah, we have yeah. flexible. So because of that, we're different to a lot of other people mm. that might be listening or watching. But what you'll find is that even when you have maybe less time because you're commuting, you're going to an office, that you can still have priorities. Priorities are important regardless. All it means is that you have to weigh up how far something is up or down the list mm, mm. and whether it gets done at all. So this is the interesting thing. I think that all of us we'll probably have lists of things that we want to achieve, yep. things that we want yep. to do. Maybe we want to be fitter and healthier. Maybe we want to see more friends and family. Maybe we want to go to the cinema to see more films, spend more time with the kids, whatever it is. The challenge you can have is that you end up with a list bigger than the time you have available. Mm. And actually, even if you're not working at all, or even if you've got flexibility, it actually promotes you more to think about things that you want to do. Yep. So you can still end up with a much bigger list than you have time for. And that's where it's important to prioritize. What are the most important things? What are the things that are either going to set you up to have the best possible day mm -hmm. or to take you forward? And as we mentioned, you have to get those foundations first because if you're not tending to those, then throwing extra things, saying to yourself, oh, you know what? I just want to go and do lots of fun things. Well, if the washing's piling up, if the house is getting dirty, yeah, if you're not yeah. eating properly, if all of the things are happening then actually by the time you get home from having your fun, which is a priority, then you're brought right back down to earth by the things that you didn't do. Mm. So it's important to 
almost lay out the priorities of necessity mm. and then you go on to the um, nice to have or good to have or want to have yeah. and then structuring those so that you can tackle the ones which are most important to you and they don't need to be important to anyone else they don't need to be things that socially someone else would measure and say well that's not particularly important mm, yeah if you love to sit down and watch a movie each day because that kind of gives you an escape from things that gives you um, an insight into other things it, it sparks your ideas your creativity whatever it happens yep. to be if that's a high priority for you then it doesn't make a difference whether everyone else thinks that that's a good use of your time it's a priority mm. so you should try to make that happen but also don't be afraid of saying, you know what, my priorities can only do three or four things off this list. And anything beyond that, my time doesn't allow. Mm, mm. So maybe I need to look at my time and see if I can find a bit more time for other things on a priority list. Or for now, my priorities are what they are and other things have to fall off. It doesn't mean that they can't change. And that's the other thing as well. I think that we can set priorities, we can set goals and things that we want to do. And then we get stuck in that as a rhythm mm, mm. and actually reevaluating your priorities, allowing new things to come in, things that maybe you've served for a period of time to fall back off that list mm -hmm. or to go further down um, is also something that we need to be open to. I think priorities shouldn't be fixed. Yes, they yes. should be things that maybe even they change day to day, mm. depending on what your focus is, what your emotional state is, mm. how energized you are. And the final thing I think is important to say that I've found as well, that my priorities choose where I find my joy. So I want to go a little bit deeper on this. Wherever you place a priority in your life or whatever you choose, that's what you're saying is going to have peace and prosperity and joy in your life. It's going to, it's going to add some value effectively. And I think there's things that we can make as a priority that we know categorically long-term and short-term will make us feel happy and joyous and thankful that we do them. You know, having a, a fitness routine, being selectful of, you know, what you eat and maybe, you know, if it's a particular structure you like keto or or vegan or paleo or whatever you fancy there'll be things that you do as a priority that then you can see not just joy in that but the ripple effect of peace in your life as well the other thing is equally the opposite so what you make a priority does it actually drive joy or are we thinking it drives joy so for example what came to mind was if i make priority checking my phone in the morning let's say social media or youtube stats or something i'm saying that this thing adds value to me like this thing drives my joy or happiness well if i end up looking at my phone and think well i'm missing out on that or nobody's liked my post or nobody's watched my video well i'm saying almost well that's a priority that is something that i define my joy, my prosperity, my happiness with. And what we need to remember is that not everything you do necessarily makes you feel joyous when you're doing it. No, no. But like cleaning the house, I don't think anybody really looks forward <laughs> to getting started with it. Yeah. But you are really pleased when it's done because you know that you've got a tidy house or a tidy room, whatever it happens to be, that then you can have for a period of time before you've got to restart again. Yeah. So you get that fulfillment from it. Um, also, it's not just social media and things that mm. can drag you down. Sometimes we can have priorities that are other people. So we need to spend time with this friend or we need to phone this family member. Mm, mm. And we can find that those people drag us down and we do things out of a feeling of burden or feeling of necessity when right, it's not. Right. But we put it as a priority when it doesn't actually give us the value that we're looking for. Mm. We can spend our time in a place that 
gives us a lot more fulfillment. So when we prioritize, I think one thing that's important is to try to maybe be a little bit more selfish, mm. not necessarily to the point where you're just ignoring your kids while yeah, you're going exactly. out and having a party, yep. but there's a balance somewhere. And I think a lot of us maybe don't find that in certain places. But what you've got to say to yourself is, I'm living my life and the whole point is for me to try to fulfill it as much as I can mm -hmm, yep. and then hopefully ripple that out onto other people. I think that if every time you interact with particular individuals, yep. it gets you down, well, then you're not giving the best of yourself to them. Mm. And then after you finish with them, you're not giving the best of yourself to the people that you live with. Yep. yep. Which means that it's, to me, it's not a priority mm -hmm. because there is negative effects from it. Yeah. We should try to prioritize those things, as you mentioned, that give a positive feeling. Yeah. Not necessarily when we're doing it, not necessarily before we started, because there's a lot of people that will go to work out but don't really like the idea. Yeah. But it's when you finished and you say, you know what, I'm glad I did that. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that I think are most important to get on your priority list higher up. Absolutely. So talking about the GPS and, you know, like if you put in the wrong destination or get distracted, how many of us, though, with our priorities have backseat drivers <laughs> telling oh, us uh, which route to go as well? So, you know, are there backseat joy providers that we put in our life or anti-joy, if you like? So people telling us, oh, no, you should stop. I need to go to the toilet. I need to stop here. Or I don't like that music. I need to go there as you're trying to get to your destination. And what are some of the backseat? seat drivers we've got you know i could definitely put into um, that bucket I, I i think i mentioned this on the podcast that i've got an, a chrome add-on now that hides all my metrics on youtube so it's cracking it's free of charge but for me i've noticed the piece around youtube i'm not checking to see how many views or how many subscribers or how many of this or that i'm like yeah whatever i'm just going to make the best content i can and if people like it they like it so that for me was becoming a backseat driver or has been for a number of years like this kind of constant you know the algorithm oh it'll tell you where to do that is maybe a classic example but how many people fall prey to you know their parents or their backseat drivers with their priorities yeah you, will, you will they approve of doing yeah. this will they approve of doing that you can't do that that's and, not how we did and it and then social media you put something up how many likes did it got how yep. many views did it get how much are people interested or engaging in it or just giving their opinion as well you know well you can't wear that or you can do this or you know there's the world will give you a million and one backseat drivers a million and one people telling you what you need to do instead and I, I promise that I would kind of somebody share like my priorities. My priorities are definitely focusing on my faith. So every morning I'll get up when it's quiet and peaceful. It's only me and the cats. You're still asleep. The kids are asleep. I really enjoy quiet time with nobody around. It's I get a cup of tea with oat milk. I sit. The sun's not coming up at the moment. It's peaceful. And I maybe watch something uplifting or read or, you know, journal. And I really, I've seen the ripple effect quite dramatically in my life. The next thing I usually do is fitness. So, you know, most days, like Matt will do as well, I'll do a workout, whether it's weights, maybe a bit of cardio, whatever. Then I usually go into some kind of finances. So what I mean by that is creating, you know, serving the world. I'll probably do that most days. And then family. So then once I've done those three things, I've provided for myself, I've looked after my body, I've provided resources, for my family to keep, you know, having food on the table and work with you and things like that. And then I feel like, okay, I'm good. Like uh, I've done all my priorities and then anything else is, is an added bonus. And what I've found actually is that 
I seem to get through a lot more. Now, I'm not going to share a medical project that has come to light all of a sudden in the past couple of days, really, that I didn't expect. But I feel like I'm getting better at, you know, recognising that the more peace, the more kind of noise that I drown out, more set on my priorities, I'm getting inspiration on things. I'm getting also the courage to do things and that. So I don't know, do you notice any ripple effect? Or you do have priorities in your life as well, though. Like your fitness, definitely more a cup of tea in the morning, that's a priority. My priorities, I think, are a lot simpler than yours. (laughs) Get up, cup of tea, gym, normally. Get up, cup of tea, gym, kids to school. Yep. The order, well, tea's always first, but the rest of the order can vary depending yeah. on whether you're in the gym or what you're doing and how you want the morning to go. But actually, my agenda is largely around serving the requirements of the house. Yes, yes. So I'm more of a, so I have priorities around making sure that washing's done if it needs to be done. Like I do more of the kind of generic housework. You do the cooking. Yep. And you do like snacks and all those kind of things. You make sure that the shopping's in. You make yep. sure that our fridge yep. is furnished um, and all those kind of things. Yep. I'm the one that does most of the kind of cleaning, tidying, yep, prepping, so washing. Way, yeah. We outsource to an ironing man, which is beautiful. <laughs> but that's just the way it works. And yep. that's absolutely fine. But those are my priorities as far as the house. And yep. then when you want to make some content then I make sure that you're all set up. I make sure that you've got your cameras and your lights and mics and all the rest of it in place so it's ready. I'm there to make sure that if the kids need picking up, they're sorted. If they need to get to taekwondo or to a football class or whatever. And we kind of mix it up. We mix it up, but my expectation is always that if you're in the middle of something, I'll go and do it. So I find that my priority is actually just almost waiting to be called to action (laughs) but i i like that like i like being useful Mm -hmm. that suits me very well so i will have my own priorities as well over the course of time but my priorities are often short-lived so i did the bicycle trip that one too that was a priority for me to get done so at which point i abandoned all the other responsibilities and went away and did that and i've got some plans over the next 12 18 months even longer to do various other things. Yep. And again, what happens is my priorities shift to, I'm going to go and do these things. Yep. Yep. And often they're things that no one else is really interested in or no one else would have fun doing. So I've got to go by myself and mm. do it. But I'm happy to almost be of service to the home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I get fulfillment from seeing others enabled to do their things. Yep. Um, in between that, I'll read, I'll play games i watch movies i'll do whatever bits and pieces i want to yep. do and also yep. do some of my own little projects as well but that's my priorities are around that so actually mine are more led by other people but i find that unlike maybe where others do things for other people mm. and they feel like it gets them down it drags on them for me i find value there mm-hmm. so i find it fulfilling so that being a priority it means that I can't schedule as much or book in as much as knowing when mm, I'm going to be yep, as yep. needed. So it does depend on you know, what the kids are up to, what classes they might have or how much content you're trying to do, yes, how yes. you're trying to yep. do it, whether it's a video which is more static mm. or whether it's a more dynamic situation. But interestingly, when you try to make a video that maybe has got more to it, mm. I actually enjoy that more. So whereas a normal one, I'll maybe set you up with a camera and then you'll sit and you'll do your thing, maybe yep. move it around a bit. Yep. 
I actually like the ones where I get to pull out the drone, I get to pull out an action camera, I get <laughs> okay, to... Okay, maybe one <laughs> So I, I, I like that because of that sparks some of the creativity okay. for me. And it's some of the stuff that I try to do in the Kempson house. I try to do a little bit more dynamic, a little bit more creative stuff. Yeah. So to be able to do that anyway, just it, I find it more exciting. Yeah, no, but anyway, definitely. So yeah, my priorities are, are different. You have a structure. Mm. I'm led by the needs of others mm. and i like it it's good. Oh, it works for us isn't it right now it's so dynamic that it works but um to summarize more than anything the priorities in your life do drive a huge amount more than we realize the peace the joy the prosperity you're going to see outputs from them and so like the title just said you know if you're feeling frustrated take this from me check for priorities check that you've actually got even one or two have you actually or are you kind of just going with the flow because i found when i i didn't really make these hard and fast things that i absolutely will make happen in my life and are important to me everything else everything else gets that kind of backseat driver it can be there but it's not getting my attention just yet i, de- I then definitely saw the ripple effect so if you feel like a challenge from every podcast i love to do this if you feel like a challenge I'd love you to look back over the last week that you've experienced watching this podcast. And if you were being honest with yourself, could you write down what your priorities have been? So perhaps the priority has been you are very busy. So actually the priority has been just eating anything that was quick and easy when actually you'd love to have had better quality meals. Maybe it's been the priority would have been spending more time with your family, but instead you gave priority to more work that you felt was needed. So really be honest with yourself. You don't need to tell anyone. You don't need to, you know, leave a comment about it. But I'd love for this next week or this next day even ahead announce what your priority or priorities are going to be ahead of time and honor those even for one day or a couple of days and then start to feel if it makes sense to you if it makes something that's going to have a ripple effect I I truly know that it does and I think it gives you an immense amount of peace but also courage and clarity in your life I think the moment that you notice that you've been just rolling along with mm, what the world provides yep, yep, and actually driven, yep. you can set the criteria to a point at least and you can look at what your priorities are, Yes, yep. that makes a huge difference. And as you said, just saying, am I living to my priorities at mm. the moment? Yes or no? And if the answer is no, can I do it for a short period of time? Mm, yep. Because what you'll probably find is that your fulfillment levels rise you feel happier with how you spend your time, where you spend your time, who yeah. you spend it yeah. with. Um, I think that if you have pools on your time that you don't like, you can get away with not dealing with those for the most part for a day or two. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. possibly even more. And what you might find is that little bit of magic that says, hold on a minute, I've now looked at my priorities, mm. I've now found my priorities, and I've decided to put them first mm. more often. And you might find that a couple of days goes into forever. Yeah, exactly. And and that would be huge if you can suddenly kind of almost approach the world with your eyes open Mm. where maybe you hadn't before. That can make a huge difference to how you feel about the world and what you feel is possible moving forwards. Absolutely. So thank you so much for watching or listening today to the podcast. I hope you've really enjoyed it. If you're feeling frustrated, check 
for your priorities. And um, that being said, please do watch any other of the video podcasts on the Mama Furfer channel, or you can listen to the other 70 plus that are on Spotify, iTunes, on audio platforms instead. As I would love if you would give this a thumbs up if you're on the Mama Furfer channel, you can hit subscribe and even leave us a comment if you found this useful. So thank you so much for watching or listening today. We'll speak to you very soon.